Fourplex, Policy, and Appleton. This is Patterns of Development. Hey everybody, it's Kyle, where on this podcast, I share, discuss, ponder, and try to connect some dots through the best content I've discovered each week related to urban planning, architecture, and cities. I want to build with you case studies, discover examples, refine ideas that hopefully inspire you as you go along your journey. If you don't have time to read, I'm trying to break down the patterns here and help you stay ahead of the curve, ultimately trying to learn what are the patterns of development. First up, a combo, an article from Heather Knight at the San Francisco Chronicle and an article from Bay City News in the San Francisco Examiner. Quoting now from the Examiner, in an effort to increase housing production throughout the city, Supervisor Raphael Mandelman on Tuesday proposed legislation to allow fourplex units to be built in areas designated for single-family homes. Currently, zones designated for single-family homes and low-density housing only allow for a maximum of three units per lot. Such zones, however, account for 60% of the city's developable residential parcels, according to Mandelman's office. To quote Supervisor Mandelman, The way much of San Francisco is zoned today makes it easier to flip existing housing into luxury monster homes than to build small apartment buildings for working people. We've done a really good job of building housing for millionaires and billionaires over the last decade, but we've made it too hard to build housing for everyone else. Again, that's quoting Supervisor Mandelman. He is looking... This is Kyle now. He is looking to make missing middle housing possible in his community. Missing middle housing is that zone between single-family homes and mid-rises. All that stuff in between. There's all these other types of housing that we can build. Stealth density and increase affordability in neighborhoods. And that's one pattern. Pattern number two is the inevitable battle between people who don't want additional density in their communities or want any change and the people who do. Onward to an article from Strong Towns. Those unfamiliar with Strong Towns, they advocate for financially responsible economic development in communities that's sustainable. They published a book that's on my to-read list, and here is Strong Towns founder Chuck Marhone outlining five things that economic planners need to consider. Number one, redirect the flow of capital so that it stays in the community longer, growing local capacity and providing greater community benefits. Number two, Make low-stakes space for entrepreneurs, people in the community with crazy ideas and passion to run with them, to fail quickly, learn, and get back to doing it again. Number three, accelerate success by aggressively growing enterprises that import capital into the community. Number four, allowing the community to grow incrementally again, to thicken up and become more productive while shunning the large leaps and silver bullet projects that are a distraction today and a drag on future prosperity. More on that in a second. Number five, reinforce the Main Street economy that expands opportunity for people to have improved quality of life and the lives of those around them while growing their own financial security and stability. Great five points from Chuck there. Last up this week, a personal case study of a person looking to buy a duplex in Appleton, Wisconsin. And I want to quote the story by Johnny Sanfilippo, the response from his real estate agent and why he doesn't want a duplex. So this is Kyle quoting Johnny. I'm going to pick up kind of in the middle of the story here. These are the places she suggested instead. I looked at the filter she had set on the listings. She had eliminated any property that was built before 1990. That guaranteed the homes on her offer list would all be out on the suburban fringe and along the highways instead of in town. 
When I asked her about this, she was confused and said about educating me on the property market in Appleton. She explained that you don't want an older home because they have too much deferred maintenance. She said bringing them up to a modern standard is too expensive relative to their resale value. She said that taxes are too high in old neighborhoods, so you want to buy across municipal lines outside the older city limits. She said that you want more house for less money and with lower taxes and you get that in newer developments plus the schools are much better in newer areas and people shop for school districts more than they shop for the house itself while appleton is a very safe little city crime is always a bigger problem at the core compared to the edges and you have to think of your children and a newer home on a larger lot is a better investment because that's quality buyers want older homes don't appreciate they decline this is kyle now the article continues and he makes the point that the real estate agent isn't wrong. And this is the perspective that I think most people have about communities and about our cities. And if we go back to the five points from strong towns, this is the exact opposite perspective. Rather than reinvesting and focusing on place, just move to that new location. It's fine. Ignore the core, ignore Main Street. Just keep going to where everything's new. It's going to be better for you. It's going to be better for your kids. And so to summarize this week's patterns, Fourplex legislation in San Francisco highlights the challenges of how we can increase density, increase supply in hopes of providing more affordable housing options in communities. Number two, economic development should focus on how to keep money in the community, ultimately focusing on building a strong Main Street economy that can become self-reinforcing. And number three, the common perspective of single-family homeowners is to buy the latest product. Like upgrading their iPhone, they want a new house with the latest appliances and someone else will worry about the old one later. That's all for this week, and I'll talk to you all soon. If you have any questions, thoughts, or feedback, please email me, kyle at patternsofdevelopment.com. Huge credit, huge shout-out, huge thank you to Rafi Bushman, phenomenal jazz musician in London. I'm using his music as the theme for this podcast. Please go check out his new album on Spotify. It is awesome. Looking forward to next week, and I'll talk to you all soon.